0: Is that what I'm saying?
1: Rough Trade Radio. Rough Trade Radio. Oh, Rough R- ゆ- R- 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 Trade Radio. Is
2: it Rough Trade Radio? Rough Trade Radio. Rough Trade Radio. Rough Trade Radio. Rough Trade Radio.
3: Hello and welcome to another Rough R- Trade Radio shoplifting podcast. Uh this week's guest is Kale Tyson all the way from from Nashville, yeah? From Nashville, Tennessee. Are you always from Nashville?
4: Uh, I'm from Texas originally. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been in Nashville? I've been in Nashville over six years now. A little nice. over six. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, uh, a... it's a long time. to. Be. I feel like a uh, a resident now, or yeah. officially.
3: No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you miss home? Do you go back home much?
4: Um, I do. I miss Texas as a whole. Like, just home is kind of weird just because i'm from a very conservative town there yeah. um but i go back you know probably once or twice a year okay so just playing shows or yeah, for the yeah. holidays yeah. okay
3: nice and the big scene over there you guys sort of the whole sort of east nashville thing you part of that scene over there
4: yeah i think so i think uh I actually don't live in East Nashville, but Nashville is so small that, you know, East Nashville is like maybe a five minute drive from anywhere in Nashville. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so yeah, I'm part of the scene and um, it, you know, it takes a while to become part of it. You just have to meet a lot of people. Yeah. And um, once you do, it's, I mean, it's a great place. There's a lot of, a lot of good friendships and a lot of healthy competition. Yeah. So
3: you've got famous friends. I mean, I'm she friends moves. with Margot Price. Yeah, that's pretty famous, yeah. That's pretty famous. Name dropping there. So is that is that exciting? Seeing how she's doing? Is that?
4: Yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. I mean, to see artists like her really paving the way. Like, Margot and I were actually on the same booking agency up until this record came out, and uh, we were playing shows like in like Memphis for like like thirty people or something. <laughs> and now she's selling out these yeah, gigantic yeah. concert halls.
3: Yeah. So. so- So you're over here touring at the moment. I am. Um, You play quite a lot over here.
4: I do. Uh, Looking that way. They don't like you. Yeah, they hate me in the States. They they banish me out of there. Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing
3: Europe as well this time, or is it?
4: No, this is actually... This is kind of a short one for over here. I'm just here for about 10 days. Right, And I'm doing... London, Winchester, Leeds, and then I'm going to Scotland and doing some Scottish okay. dates. I've, I've never been there before. You have done Scotland before? No. It's exciting.
3: So. you excited about Scotland? I
4: think so. I think <laughs> it's going to be really cold, though. Yeah,
3: they do good kebabs. You like a kebab, yeah. I love the yeah, kebabs. Yeah, they're good kebabs up there. And they do oh, deep-fried yeah? Mars bars.
4: Deep-fried Mars yeah, bars? You one of
3: those, they deep-fry anything Ugh. out there. So there's, there's some exciting food for you to that's, try. That's not good. <laughs> that's bad news.
4: My stomach's already messed up as it is.
3: Ugh. <laughs> okay, so, so basically the podcast, we... You go into the shop, Mm -hmm. you choose five records, which we call it shoplifting, but I don't think you you get to keep these. I can't take them. I don't think you get to keep I mean, you could, we could just put them in your bag. Yeah, that's fine. I think it's a bit sad, really. (laughs) We encourage you to select five records and then you just have to leave without them. That's okay. I understand. um, So so yeah, you've got five choices Uh and you're just going to talk us through them. So what's the first choice?
4: Well, let's start off with the most uh, the most obvious choice for me, which was Towns Van Zant live at the Old Quarter in Houston, Texas, and this is kind of one of the records. Whenever I started really delving into the art of songwriting, and especially kind of that folk country style songwriting, I think Towns is one of the major influences. And like Towns is one of the artists that I feel like his live records are sometimes better than any of the other records. Yeah, because some of the production on some of those records is really kind of goofy and kind of cheesy. Yeah, uh, (laughs) yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's still really cool and, of course, the songs are still there, but, like, you know, Towns, Guy Clark, um, Blaze Foley, like, all of those live records, any of them do, sometimes I feel like they're just, they're more honest and it just shows, like, it shows how well they can actually convey the songs live, too, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, So... Which song of this? Which
4: song? Let's see. Let's. Are you from the same town? I am. From yeah. The same place? Towns is from Fort Worth too. Where I'm from. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, we were we we're buddies growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Uh, let's do Tecumseh Valley because that's a very tragic song. I'll
0: play one more. This is uh, Tecumseh Valley. I wrote this on a banjo. Once. Where the name she gave Was Caroline The daughter of a miner And her ways were free And it seemed to me That sunshine Walked beside her Come from Spencer, across the hill. She said her paw had sent her, 'cause the cold was low, and soon the snow would turn the skies to winter. But she said she'd come to look for work She was not seeking favors For a dime a day and a place to stay She turned those hands to labor Were hard, Lord, and her jobs were few all through Tecumseh Valley. But she asked around till a job she found, tending bar at Gypsy Sally's. But she saved enough to get back home When spring replaced the winter But her dreams were denied Paul had died Well a word come down from Spencer So she turned to Horan out on the streets with all the lust inside her, and it was many a man returned again to lay himself beside her. Her down beneath the stairs that led to Gypsy Sally's, and in her hand, when she died, was a note that cried Fare thee well to Coombs of Valley. But the name she gave was Caroline The daughter of a miner And her ways were free And it seemed to me Sunshine Walked beside her
3: So that was uh Tecumseh Valley by Towns van Zant there. Of what is that the live in the
4: live at the old Quarter, in
3: Texas? It's great. Double album, double vinyl. Oh yeah. Push it in the shot, twenty one ninety nine. I don't know if they usually tell the price of the things, but <laughs> like you know, it's to go online. You can buy that. Um, <laughs> great. Um, next next choice. All right, next choice.
4: Uh, I'll do I've been obsessed with this record lately and I actually just got to see him um, recently before I came over here is Cass McCombs with his new record Mangy Love. and oh,
3: it's Mangy Love. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Mangy Love.
4: Mangy? I don't I, know. I, th- I think it
3: is Mangy. Mangy is a word, isn't I it? I feel so, like it's Mangy. I think it's Mangy. You're a no. Mangy dog. Mangy that dog. That makes sense. Mangy yeah. isn't really a yeah. thing, is it?
4: Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this record is... I mean, I actually I didn't really get into Cass McCombs uh, very much until... I was on my last tour in Europe and we were in the Netherlands and we had a car that only had a CD player in it so we couldn't plug our phones or anything in there. And we went to this record store and picked out this Cas McCombs double CD and it was like it was like $10 or 10 euros for yeah. like two of his records. And I'd been introduced before but never really listened that much and it was all we listened to the entire tour while we were over in the Netherlands. Okay, and that one CD. Yeah, two CD. well, two double, of them. Like yeah, two. so we... Uh, I got really obsessed um, and then I got back home and like just delved into the entire catalog. And anyways, this record's awesome. The songs, I think he's one of the most unique songwriters of the modern day. The songs are just like wild, like very, very interesting. Like as a songwriter myself, it—it, it, I could never write any songs yeah. like this. It's like very, very unique to, to his style. And the production on this record's just, just so cool but yeah i saw him play in nashville a couple of weeks ago and he played for like he played for like close to like two hours on like a monday night or yeah, something Valley for money yeah. <laughs> yes monday night. it was it was awesome though so
3: have you always written countries have you always been a country singer was no like, i got like a i started past?
4: when i started writing um music it was more like kind of folk uh honestly like when i was in high school i was listening to like only bright eyes and so it was like kind of emo yeah yeah uh and then it it just evolved in the country and and uh that's kind of what i've been doing for the last few records but i think it's continuing to evolve into something else yeah and the last
3: record was pretty it's a soul yeah it's a a soul record it's a country record i guess
4: yeah it was kind of i kind of delved into more like like, just almost like those kind of soul pop themes. Yeah. Um And it just kind of fit for that record. But I think w- for whatever I do next, I think the songs I'm writing are a little bit more back to kind of recognizing my roots in the indie folk okay. world. And it's, kind of, me,
3: it's an emo record. You might yeah, know, you might it's, it's going to be really emo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get ready to cry yeah, a lot. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but I mean, you know, Cass McCombs is one of those people now that I'm like, I've kind of just started really listening to modern music again and yeah. understanding what everyone else is doing and and really getting inspiration from that so
3: you listened to, before that you listened to country You just sort of
4: yeah i got, had like i had like three years of my life where all i listened to was country just, music yeah. like pre-1980 country music yeah and stop, you stop at 1980 yeah 1980 for me yeah. I, <laughs> I you know sometimes it's fun to go into the 90s catalog yeah but,
3: some travis trip for sure
4: yeah but um I don't know. I, I did it for so long and I mean I still love all country music, but um I don't know, I just decided to start figuring out other sounds and like kind of kind of delving influence from whatever. Yeah. So exciting. I think it's good to be well rounded when yeah, yeah, you're yeah. listening. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I look forward to the the techno record when that comes yeah, out. <laughs> <laughs> <be> really nice. <laughs> yeah. So what song off this album?
4: Let's do uh Cass McComb's Laughter is the best medicine.
2: My love
3: That was Kaz Combs, and uh, Laughter is the Best Medicine of the Mangy Love. Um, um, next up, got th- got three choices left. Three more. Uh, let's do,
4: okay, we'll do uh, another Texas guy. Let's do uh, Terry Allen. Uh, the record is Lubbock on everything. I love this record. It's this so good. Amazing. It's amazing. It's yeah. incredibly long. It's very it's long. It's really long. It's really it's like, long.
3: I don't know, an hour and a half. It's a long record. Yeah, yeah. we actually,
4: thrill. I went to, so I got into London yesterday, and I stayed with my friend Texas Joe.
3: Oh, the, the beef guy. The
4: the barbecue, the barbecue guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Do you eat a
3: lot of that And his?
4: Um, I've actually, I had his once, and this is- You didn't like it? Well, I did like it. I really <laughs> liked it, but I was having like, whenever I fly over here- it's so much it's like 12 hours of sitting on a plane yeah. and then they pump you full of all this like airplane food Love airplane and my food. stomach just gets incredibly like <laughs> messed up and so the first time I had it I'd just done that and I went to his restaurant and ate and I was like, oh yeah you know I get to try a barbecue over here and it, it messed me up. I mean my stomach was already messed up and that's Ooh. not what you want to do to it <laughs> no, so I, I haven't been back yeah, since yeah, back but <laughs> that's nothing against Joe I, I'm sure his barbecue is <laughs> awesome I just I need my stomach to chill out before I start hurting it again. <laughs> but anyways, this record—I listened to it. Uh, Joe actually had the vinyl, and we listened to it yesterday for like all day at his house because it's such a long record. Okay, yeah, and you listen to it yeah, two yeah. times, and like it's time <laughs> to go to bed. Um, but uh, Terry Allen is—I don't think Terry Allen is as well known as you know the no. Towns and Guy.
3: No, I don't think he's—he's he's not. He's, considered more like they call him art country yeah like day, he's and art his art is incredible yeah, because well, he's an artist i guess yeah.
4: yeah well that's what's cool about this record is inside there's and i hadn't seen this yet there's a booklet of his art of his paintings yeah um and anyways he uh i got to see him actually um at i went to whenever guy clark died they had a tribute to him at the ryman auditorium in nashville and terry allen played uh a song and I never knew this, but there's this great Guy Clark song that I've always loved called Queenie Song. Okay. And it's about basically it's about finding his dog dead and it had been shot by some neighbor kid. Um and so basically he uh Terry Allen played that and he introduced it by saying, like and I never knew Terry Allen was involved with the writing of that yeah. song at all, but he introduced it by saying that Guy Clark was staying at his house and guy was in in the room one day and terry allen had been out like wandering around and terry allen had found his dog underneath a tree dead
3: his, uh, his own dog
4: his own dog and he he came back into the house and was like the guy was like hey what's up what's wrong and he was like you know i just i just found my dog dead someone someone shot it and guy's like well let's write a song about it <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately they wrote that song which is <laughs> which is incredible yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah, this record's <laughs> awesome. This was this was my introduction to Terry yeah. Allen, and um, yeah,
3: yeah, it's just come out. So it's on um,
4: it's on Paradise of, Bachelors. of Bachelors. They did yeah. a re-release um or reissue,
3: and it's a beautiful package. Um, yeah, it's got yeah, Paradise of it.
4: Bachelors is awesome. They do um, they do a great band in from Nashville called Promised Land Sound. Okay. They're kind of like a psych country kind of yeah. band. it's awesome stuff. But um, but yeah. Anyways, okay. it's really cool them to do the re-release.
3: What are you going to play off this?
4: Let's do Amarillo Highway.
0: My head, yeah, bust the hub For the golden spread under blue skies or Go stuff my hide behind some power glide And get some southern fried back in my eyes Cause I'm panhandling, manhandling post holding high-rolling, dust-bowling, daddy And close I'll ever get to hell for this making speed at old 87, that hard ass
3: Okay, so that was Amarillo Highway by Terry Allen. Um, Kel Tyson's here. <laughs> Obviously, if people got to this point in the podcast; they will they will know you're still here. Yeah, but, I, but DJs do that. They you like, clarify. Yeah, you keep, keep telling people that. He's yeah, like, yeah. Um, and he's just choosing five records in the shoplifting podcast to tell us about. And um, next up, just two to go. Oh.
4: Okay, let's do. We'll we'll go a little bit more avant garde now and do uh, Bill Callahan. Sometimes I Wish We Were an Eagle. This is very... Um, I think what really drew me to this... Actually, my, my girlfriend introduced me to Bill Callahan. And um, I think what drew me to his music was, first of all, the arrangements are so cool on these yeah. records. I mean, there's everything from, like, flute solos to, like, these incredible, really experimental percussion stuff. But, I mean, it's it's all it's all instruments nothing's nothing's electronic or anything that i've heard on uh, his stuff but anyways it's just it's really really cool and another person like Cass mccombs whose songs are very unique and i don't know i think bill Callahan's songs are almost more like poetry than songs
3: yeah it's very few sort of actual singers i think exactly actually it could be poets but it feels like his and his
4: voice is like you know that deep baritone but it's you know, you don't realize how actually incredible his voice is. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of it is almost like he's just talking. But then, I don't know. I I I fell in love with this record. This is the first record I heard from him. Yeah. It's, and, great, it's uh, an amazing record. It's so good. Yeah. I really want to see him live. I still haven't gotten a chance to. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, okay, it's, it's a great record. Yeah. Um Have you had the dub record?
4: No, I have not. It's a
3: dub reggae record. The he did, the dub, Bill Callahan in dub. You heard that? Uh uh-uh. uh It's it's great. It's like yeah. a sort of dub dub versions of everything off the Apocalypse album. I think. Oh really? Um, we might have it in. It's yeah. weird, Yeah. It's a weird track, right? but it's good. But it really works with. Yeah. With like dub reggae underneath it. That's awesome. Which, I'm which, sure which it's you great. Expect. Yeah, but it's like it really works. You know. Yeah, and uh, I yeah.
4: I don't think I I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this or not, but like this record <laughs> i hardly ever uh use marijuana okay. but when i do i listen to bill callahan and it's phenomenal. That's standard that's it that's, yeah that's, that's it's thing, like yeah. the most if you ever choose to do illegal activities such as that listen to bill callahan kids. while you're doing it's, it's it a yeah. shout out to the don't kids, do it no. kids
3: <laughs> but if you do do it but if you happen <laughs> if you accidentally fall
4: into it this is right yeah
3: go bill callahan yeah okay great what track of that
4: i really like the track uh let's do bill callahan too many birds
1: birds in one tree too many birds in one tree and the sky is full of black and screaming leaves the sky is full Black and screaming, and one more bird, then one more bird, and one last bird, and another. One last blackbird without a place to land, one last blackbird without a place to be turns around in hopes to find the place at last new rest Oh blackbird over black rain burnt. This is not new rest You fly all night To sleep on stone The heartless rest That in the morn Will be gone You fly all night To sleep on stone To return to the tree With too many Stop your heartbeat for water.
3: So that was Bill Callahan and Too Many Birds. Um, another choice of Cale Tyson's. He's here, choosing stuff. That's true. And then putting it back on the shelves. We could probably put it back on the shelves for you. That'd be great. Yeah, it would be great. You don't like <laughs> it, so... I don't really uh, know how to organize. <laughs> so it's your last choice now. Um, and Bob Dylan.
4: Yeah. I think you have to bring it all back to Bob Dylan at the end of the day. I feel like I, I arranged these pretty well in order of... In order of uh, an order of order yeah <laughs> um but yeah bob dylan highway 61 revisited uh this is probably my favorite dylan record and it's just awesome and it's like one of those records that first of all everyone knows bob dylan's a great songwriter um and if they don't then they're a liar <laughs> but um anyways i don't know this is i just love this record i listen to this record all the time and um we we did this gig in nashville recently um at the end of americana fest down there yeah and i threw a, a kind of party thing called keel tyson and friends at and, your house uh no at the american <laughs> legion yeah <laughs> my house would be my house is way no, too like, small too you're
3: like 15 people. yeah <laughs> and
4: i have way too many friends for that. um no but we threw this party at the american legion actually um which is like you know where the veterans can go hang yeah. out um and I invited a bunch of people up to do songs with with my band and uh, my buddy Pete Lindbergh, who oh, yeah, you know, yeah, who's yeah. toured with me over here the last couple times, played. Uh, it takes a lot to laugh, takes a train to cry, which is one of my favorite songs yeah. off this record. Um, and he killed it, Pete. Pete's, <laughs> Pete knows so many Dylan songs, and he like I think he almost knows all the words to ISIS, which is pretty wow, incredible. That's, that's,
3: that's, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: So, um, so yeah, this record is just. Killer, yeah.
3: So you so that's after the Americana. So Americana over there, you are you fitting in more with the Americana a lot than than the Americana
4: has accepted, like the Americana Association has accepted me the most. I yeah, feel like. and I think a lot of people, a lot of people like to complain about, uh, you know, being labeled whatever, yeah, whether yeah. it be Americana or anything. Um, but I think, I think that the just the umbrella term Americana has done a lot for for spotlighting music that that wouldn't necessarily have been spotlighted yeah, before totally yeah um so yeah i think i think it's i think it's good i mean like i was just looking through your shop and you have an americana section
3: yeah we went it used to be just americana Then we yeah. went back to country i think it's now it's country country and Ameri- slash americana. americana yeah, yeah. So it moves all the time but americana sort of seems to be accepting all the country artists that don't seem to be getting on exactly in and like i in think, the mainstream
4: i mean and i think the important term here is that it's an umbrella genre yeah, like it yeah. fits so many i mean there's like you know there's your traditional sounding country yeah. and then you have like i don't know like the the hey-ho artists you know like <laughs> Dang,
3: what's that what's that <laughs> the
4: hey-ho artists are like the, <laughs> the ones hey- yeah, like oh, the, oh, hey, whoa, uh, <laughs> what's that, fit? like Mumford and yeah, Sons <laughs> or like stuff that like is, that. That's
3: the genre, hey-ho's the genre.
4: I think hey is the genre, <laughs> but I think I think it's, uh, I don't know, I mean, I definitely don't play that kind of music, and uh, but I I just, I don't really know where I'm going with this. I think. But, it's an
3: umbrella, but it's an umbrella genre, yeah, so yeah. all these artists can fit in under it, yeah.
4: Exactly, and I don't think that's a bad thing, I think a lot of people think it's a bad thing, but who cares, as long as people are getting to hear I music. I guess that's
3: it, yeah, as long as, and it seems to be a lot of people i mean country's got one it's people are scared to not scared scared to like it yeah but yeah sort of you know it's embarrassing and especially in america i think it's always been that sort of Mm -hmm. anything but country i listen to anything but country that's like stand that's like a standard because it's like i guess working class music it's kind of a class thing i think it's people sort of embarrassed to admit they like it well i think i think that's
4: even more so here than even in america i think like whenever we play here a lot of times, if I'm not playing in a big city where it's actually like Americana has spread to be a cool thing, yeah, then I only play for people like over the age of 50, yeah. you know, because this is the only people, <laughs> like pretty, all yeah. the kids are yeah. listening to electronic dance music or yeah. whatever. Not that that's a bad thing, but like, I think it is cool that in bigger cities and around the world, like younger people are actually open to... Listen to this music.
3: It's weird. I mean, people say, they always say, you know, they don't like it. And then mm-hmm. but they like, you know, they like Dolly Parton. You know, and it's weird. It's weird. To, or Johnny Cash. You know, it's weird to think that you would like Johnny Cash, but consider yourself to not like country. So I just well, think, it's, I think it's just the sort of.
4: I think in America, I think the thing is, so many people, what they hear as country music is what they hear on the radio. Yeah. Like you go to any other town, like small town, and the radio stations are just playing what we call bro country. Yeah. Or like, you know, country music with like hip-hop verses yeah yeah um, and so i think personally i i'm embarrassed to say that i play country music yeah, because i hope that people aren't like <laughs> yeah. oh like okay. he plays that that stuff we hear <laughs> like on the radio yeah, yeah okay. exactly yeah. and like that happens all the time people yeah be like oh you play country music oh like Dirk bentley yeah and you're like no not really do you do you like any of that how dark do you go i d- i don't listen to any of it i'll get, be honest with don't you don't get close no just because well, first of all, I, if I'm listening to radio, I'm listening to like talk radio. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just I just choose. I only listen to music I like to listen to, and no. like <laughs> if I listen to a song once and it doesn't resonate with me, then I will
3: never listen to that song yeah. again. So the production's pretty mental on the. It's those insane. Country like it feels like it's, it's completely out of touch with what the rest of every other genre is doing musically. Yeah. I like it just feels. I don't even know what time it was from. You yeah. Listen to like carry under a Underwood record, and you think this is—I'm not a carry under fan, but it's like mm-hmm. I just don't even understand where her record what, what, what the production, what he was thinking. It's like where is he stuck in like '93 or something? I know. It's really weird to hear those records, and I could never—we couldn't play them in the shop, you know—yeah, because people would just think it was mental.
4: Yeah, it's it's crazy, and like if you—and I'm gonna get into the audio world, but like if you look at like the uh, the actual dynamic range on those records, like yeah. you know when you listen to like an old Dylan record. It'll go from like no sound, like a verse so quiet to, you know, the next verse will be way up here, like yeah. he's getting into it. But those records, the spectrum is all on a line and it's all as, it's like as loud as we can make it. Just like yeah. compress that audio all to just this <laughs> l- like super loud thing because yeah. if we make it loud, people are going to hear it louder and people are going to like it more, Yeah, you know? And it they just... Dip it down, they might... It turns into too.
3: They it might hear over the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's great, said so Dylan. Back yeah, there so we are. Bob back, Dylan. back to dinner. Yeah, got, that was a good segue. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, so let's, I mean, let's do that song. Let's do it. it takes a lot to laugh, it takes a train to cry.
3: Great.
5: Time is coming The windows are filled with frost I went to tell everybody but.
3: that was Bob Dylan it takes a lot to laugh it takes a train to cry off Highway 61 revisited and that was it that's That's your last choice that's my last choice thanks for coming in it's been really good Um, so thanks a lot thanks for having me
2: Rough Trade Radio what you mean to me
4: teenage
1: fan club here available in store and online at roughtrade.com it feels
2: good with you next to me That's enough, that's enough Isn't I such a mystery, I'm in love